0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable. Exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. Blue wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have
2: great coaches,
3: then after you have great coaches, you get great players. You have a great organization, and you tell
4: them one thing, just win, David. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get this.
5: We talk about rebuilding,
1: rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire.
2: Raider Nation, what's up? All the way amped up. This is my first time doing something like this right after a game. And I'm just like, all the emotions are still there. The heart rate's still up. The blood's still pumping. I was trying to cool off here. Otherwise, I was going to be sitting here just like bright red after all that, man. It feels good. 1-0. Las Vegas Raiders are undefeated in 2020. um, And although it wasn't necessarily like the win... That we wanted. You know what I mean? I'm like wanting this statement game. I want us to go out there and do some things. Although I still felt like we made some small statements. Um, I still felt like it was cool opening up the game and seeing a deep ball on the first pass. Even if it wasn't a catch. I felt like that was something we needed to establish. Um, We've been able to establish the run whenever we want to. And I think we can do that every single time with Josh Jacobs and this offensive line. But being able to see us take that deep shot and letting the defense know, hey, even if we don't catch it, we're willing to take that. And I don't, we don't care if it's the beginning of the game. We don't care if it's the first passing play or second play of the entire game. We're going to make something happen and we're going to take shots. And this is, this is going to be a new look offense and they got to be prepared for it. And I feel like that's what really set the tone. Um, even getting Henry Ruggs out there a little bit later in the first half. Um, I think the disappearance was just, you know, I, he was playing with a nagging little ankle at that point after, after all that. After he came off, I don't care if he uh, was still out there playing. Yes, I'd expect a little bit more out of him. Um, but I think he was playing with a little nagging ankle injury. But man, how about that, guys? Episode 104 right now being brought to you by Pepsi, Indeed, and Bet Online. Uh, make sure you guys listen on your favorite podcasting platforms after this. Get on Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify. Um, listen in, and I'll have some good deals for you from Pepsi, Indeed, and Bet Online. Um, man, postgame show. We, we watched Raiders football today, guys. It's, it's still, I'm almost in disbelief. I don't really. You know, waking up this morning is kind of surreal. Like, you know, we know it's game day. Did it? Did it feel like it? Yeah, but it, it almost wasn't reality. Now we're in football season. Now we know. Now you know we're back in the swing of things, and we're undefeated. One and zero. I can't say that enough. I'm gonna say undefeated so many times. This <laughs> this show, I'm gonna say undefeated constantly until we get beat. Um, but shout out to the live chat. Live chat's going nuts. Shout out to everyone that's tuning in already. I'm sitting here. I got I got your comment feeds in here right in front of me. So whenever you see me sitting here looking at the screen, I'm I'm reading your comments. I'm checking them out. Um, I'm getting the feedback, and we're going to go through the show um, here in just a little bit. We're going to be taking Kenny King in here. Uh, Kenny King's going to join us. We're going to do like a little Q and A about the game. Um, we'll take questions from you guys on here, um, and we'll, we'll we'll chop it up a little bit. I got I got a long show, and then even later after Kenny King comes on, we're going to take live callers. So stick around. If you want to call into the show and you want to talk about the game, you want to give your opinion, come with a point. Come with something to talk about. I can't stick you guys around here for, for a very long time, but um, I'll drop in here and, and, you know, give me your thoughts because uh, that's what this is all about, post-game show, to get everybody fired up. Um, so let's, uh, let's quit messing around. Let's start. No, I guess we're already talking about stuff. But let's keep this thing going. Injuries, man. Injuries at one point during the game, my st- I almost felt like I was sick to my stomach. Uh, seeing all these guys coming off the field and it it was almost like an unreal amount i mean seeing rugs go down uh was one thing seeing that he was kind of trying to walk it off that you know the trainers weren't you know like going super crazy over it made me feel like he just kind of rolled his ankle and if he didn't go back out there this game i felt like he probably would have been fine you know in the next week or two so that was really cool um i guess for him to be able to play through the injury um best case scenario probably happened with you know the rolled up ankle because that was a pretty twisted ankle that he went to the sideline with so after that Man, we had kind of a string of injuries too. I mean, it started with Trent Brown and his calf, and I don't know what I how I feel about Trent Brown right now. I, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm disappointed. I, I'm pretty confident in saying I'm disappointed just because um, he's been saying he's like healthy through all this, and I don't really get it. I, I don't really understand why he wasn't out there. I mean, hey, if he couldn't play through it, I guess whatever, rest him. Uh, but at some point, you know, big fella, you got to get out there and you, and, and you got to contribute we saw sam young and then we saw denzel good rotating because we didn't activate we have a second tackle on the roster in brandon parker and see that's another thing that kind of bugs me if if we felt like he was not ready to go you know if the raiders trainers felt like he wasn't going to be good to go i felt like we would have activated a second tackle obviously we can't just go out there with one guy and sam young they had to been pretty confident because they deactivated um brandon parker so obviously he got rotated out of there. I don't know if that was injury or they just didn't like how he was doing. I don't think Denzel Good was doing much better because he doesn't have a lot of experience to tackle, but um, a little, yeah, a little disappointment right there in Trent Brown. Hopefully he gets back into the swing of things. Uh, Nick Kwiatkowski is a big one for me. Uh, I'm, I'm very, very nervous about Nick Kwiatkowski. And I don't want to bring the mood too much down on this show right now because I'm all fired up about a win. Um, and it's even better that we were able to, you know, make things work um, and and come away with a with a big win week one with all these injuries against us, but seeing Nick Quitkowski with a pec injury, hopefully it's just a strain. Um, he was just chilling there. Um, if there's anything like a tear or anything, I you know I'd like to think that he was maybe back getting checked out a little bit more just to kind of double confirm everything and see what's going on. So um, I'd like to think it was just just a um, little strain, just a little strain, and I'd like to think. You know, we probably won't practice much. Don't get scared because these guys that are getting hurt. I know you're going to be watching the the injury report. They're probably not going to practice. They're probably not. They're going to rest them. Um, so expect no practices from a lot of these guys. I saw Damon Arnett um, start to play really well at the beginning of the game. Made some big plays. Um, you know, was was sticky in coverage. He was making hits. He had a big hit on McCaffrey. But you got to. I think the commentator said it best. You got to. You got to get in there. You got to wrap them up. You can't just go in there and hit him with your shoulder and expect uh, Christian McCaffrey to fall down, but that's something that he's obviously going to work on, but he's not afraid to hit both those guys. Trayvon Mullen was out there making big tackles um, on Christian McCaffrey. Freaking Jonathan Abram, my goodness, guys. Jonathan Abram is everything that we've been wanting him to be, right? We've, we, we didn't exactly know what we were going to get out of Jonathan Abram because we only saw one game, and that one game looked great. I've talked about it many times. You know, he's getting in there. He. He brushed the passer three times. He had like three pressures on the quarterback. Um, he, he was all over the field. And again, we saw it in, in you know, that big play that we gave up. Damon Arnett bit on that route by Robbie Anderson. Eric Harris, I don't know, missed that tackle. Whatever, I'm going to get past that right now. Um, but Jonathan Abram being able to come from the other side of the field and kind of have an angle and, and get to him by the goal line um, shows that he's just watching everything over the field, and maybe obviously he's not in the best spot to make that. Um, but the fact that he's getting there, um, real promising. It, it felt really good, man. I was watching number twenty-four almost every between uh, Abram and Littleton. That was that was a, a, an exciting duo. I felt like we added to our defense, but whew, man, we we held on there at the end. I'll give it to him, man. They came in clutch. They came in clutch at the end. Um, but hats off to the offense, really. Uh, we came out, I think, the entire first half played well. Played well. It was it was a good offense. We, we threw together some, you know, we, we were driving, I feel like, our first half offense was surviving on kind of those big plays. Jacobs would get out there, run a great route, pick up some big yards, or he'd have a 10-yard carry, or we'd hit rugs for deep, or we'd have that beauty. Let's talk about that beauty that he dropped in, that Derek dropped in, to Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar, a guy that, you know, was highly criticized. It, it, was, it was a critical signing. Um, shout out to the chat. Live chat's getting it going. Jose Lopez. Uh, we need another linebacker in free safety. Another offensive tackle. Um, I agree. Linebacker was, it was scary at first. Because I think it ended up being there saying Littleton was going to take over duties. Nicholas Morrow took over duties. I believe he was wearing the green dot. He uh, saw McMillan rotating in there. But I really didn't like, and of course, we're not going to face too many other guys that are like this. I mean, we'll see Kamara next week, but I'd like to see not Nicholas Moore out there lined up wide. I don't care if it's if he's a running back out there. Let's, let's get a corner on them. You know what I mean? Let's, I feel like we're kind of still in this phase. I get it. We have athletic linebackers now, but we're still getting ourselves in phases um, where we have our linebackers kind of put into weird situations. Uh, so maybe it's maybe just injuries to our defensive backs right now, but I felt like we could have used some more DBs on the field at one time. I felt like Joyner played well. I Actually, I really like Joyner. That was really cool how he baited that dude into that flag, trash-talking him, you know, kind of whatever he pointed to his head thing, and then he's immediately asking for him to throw the flag. I love it. That's, it, it was a, that was a pure veteran move. Got in the young guy's head, got him mad, made him do something to him. But one thing I will say while we're here on the refs, Raiders, if you're watching this, I want to be, I want to be the boo-button guy at the stadium. The stadium. I want to be inside Allegiant Stadium. I want to be pressing the boo-button because I'll, be, I'll let the refs have it. Give me like five boo-buttons. We'll amplify the booing for the refs because some of these calls are ridiculous. There was, a, there was a major holding call. They got the one luckily with Mo Hurst. I believe was it was at Moe Hurst. Someone was getting held, and they got that call. Uh, but the, the Max Crosby one, there was a bad Max Crosby one where he kind of turned Teddy turned it into a bootleg. But there was a bad missed holding call there. Um, I mean, he, he was like holding onto his sleeve like for five yards. Uh, so that was a little frustrating. That was a little frustrating. But the way this offense came in clutch, the way this offense came in clutch, man, I'm telling you, that dime, that dime in the end zone, I think, was the tone setter for the game. Um, Josh Jacobs being who he is. How are we? Look, I, I know a lot of people get on me like, hey, you know, you got a lot of Raider greats up here in your wall. What about Josh Jacobs? Because I have full confidence that this is like our next Bo Jackson. That's our next, you know, Marcus Allen type player. That's going to be a a staple for the silver and black that, you know, is going to be the dude that we hoped Darren McFadden would be. Raiders fans, you know how much we love Darren McFadden. I think Josh Jacobs has all the makeup to be great. And, I mean, he's out there like a workhorse. I mean, that offense is just plowing through him. If we don't have him out there on the field doing what he does, this offense would not be the same. Um, Derek is lucky to have a guy like that finally paired up with him um, to make this offense tick even more. Shout-out to Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro taking punts is awesome. It just seems like total, like, him. Uh, You don't really need to be – I mean, having speed back there is nice, but having a guy that's shifty and has vision. And to me, once he gets it down more – As clutch as he is, and just as such a good, pure kind of like football player that he is, um, being able to hopefully be real reliable when just catching punts. I just want a guy that doesn't muff it. That's all I really care about when it comes to a punt returner. Is the big play awesome? Yes, but I want a guy that's gonna be secure and not make me like bite my fingernails every single time they're getting ready to punt to us. That's the last thing we need. Brian Edwards in the comments. Brian Edwards did play. Um, He caught one little. Couldn't even tell you, like a little quick slant or something. It might have been like a wide receiver screen. Caught a quick screen and took it upfield first down maybe. You know, you can gain 8 to 10 yards, something like that. And then I think he got a little shaken up. Well, we're pretty shaken up. We didn't see much of Zay Jones yet. We didn't see much of Brian Edwards. We saw what Ruggs can do. Nelson Aguilar can get separation deep. And Darren Waller was an absolute beast. So Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs, nothing changed there. Our offense is still ticking through them. Um, I was I was really happy with Derek Carr um, coming out. and I mean, he spread the ball around. Shout-out to Raiders Beat throwing this out there. Uh, Raiders Beat on Twitter, he threw out there that. Uh, he had nine different receivers that he threw the ball to this game. So we really spread the love. Um, came away with 239 passing yards, one touchdown. And I believe like 110 passer rating or something, 109 passer rating, something great. Um, so that was a great game from him. Teddy Bridgewater was somebody that I expected us – to shut down because he had a real similar game to Derek, and I felt like we could have we could have really held him in check. I feel like at times there was pressure there, but it was really only whenever we're. I mean, we're sending a lot of blitzes, and that was nice to see like a little bit of um, I don't know versatility, something different, not just in the same four man rush every single play. I felt like we did last year, um, so that was interesting. Um, shout out to the super chat again. I think it's Simon. I've seen you here a few times. Uh, defense minus the clutch stop was horrid fourth quarter love the content keep up the good stuff shout out to Simon in the chat um I would say yeah I don't run the Raiders beat account quit saying that I don't run the Raiders beat account I know who does he's Mr. Anonymous but we keep it anonymous but me running it is a funny joke so you're right Simon um the the defense was scary but what's a Raiders game without them pissing us off right could you imagine watching a Raiders game without getting pissed off at the defense I mean, I feel like at some point for all of us, that happens. Um, and I will, I, there's just, there's going to be growing pains. Paul Gunther, woo, I think the seat's, I think the seat's getting hot. I mean, because we're going to need to see, uh, you know, the excuse was personnel and, and having the talent on the field. I feel like he has that. I feel like we have that. We have speed. We have versatile players. Um, I think he's going to get a little bit of a pass, I guess, just because of the injuries. Losing Kwiatkowski there was probably big for us. Um, But we should be able to, you know, make things work because I I still feel like we had some talented players out there on the field. Isaiah Johnson came out, um, wasn't, I thought, played pretty well. Trayvon Mullen with a big pass breakup. And then he came out and he was injured. So I'm not sure how he got shooken up there. But usually uh, it could be a multiple uh, amount of things whenever you're, you know, it was like a reach around pass breakup. Um, Usually diving like that, it comes down to like kind of shoulders, something. So we'll see. Um, If you guys hear anything on Trayvon Mullen, let me know. I haven't been able to keep up on the, on, the, on the post-game news. But I will say, overall, it's okay. They made the stop. So I'm not, I'm not going to complain. Not going to complain. Gosh, it feels good to win, doesn't it? Nothing starts my week off better. Tomorrow, going to work, all happy because the Raiders won. I'm going to be all just wearing my Raider gear. I'm going to sleep in my jersey tonight. Shout out to Charles Woodson, number 24. Um, to me, this was, this was big though. It was a tone setter. Offensive line took over the game. I felt like they did really well, honestly, in the run, in the pass protection. There was times where I saw Derek sit back there for four plus seconds, you know, being able to take shots down the field. There's a big third and long that we needed to pick up. Um, some of the routes that we had designed in some of these third and longs, all these, these long downs and distances, um, I was a little concerned with, but another super chat, Simon, again. Um, I don't got my readers on so let me see if I can get over here in the big format uh, Raiders are a far better defense low flags called on us huge shout out to the offense proving the hitters wrong that we can't score you're right I mean honestly the defense played well and, and the Carolina defense wasn't something that was like wowing they're a good defense but it wasn't anything that's like whoa hold on a second you know, this we just tore apart a good defense. No, but I think it was a good warm up. I think it was a good warm up. Everyone on the team got a game ball. Shout out to Grizz in the chat. Welcome back, brother. You haven't been here for a couple weeks, but welcome back. Everyone on the team got a game ball and Gruden is getting some game balls. <laughs> oh, okay. For a few oh look at that. So Game Ball. Since we're on the topic, let's talk game balls. Who gets a game ball? Josh Jacobs gets a game ball? Drop it in the chat. Who gets a game ball? Josh Jacobs gets one? Derek Carr gets one. Can we give one to the whole offensive line? Can we give one to Cleveland Farrell? Where's the Cleveland Farrell haters at? Where's the Cleveland Farrell haters at? You ain't gonna say nothing. That was a big time hit, big time stop right there on fourth down to end the game. Jonathan Abram gets one. It's five game balls. Darren Waller gets one. All kinds of guys get one. I, I'd I'd get, You're right, Grizz. Everybody gets a game ball. I think we played great. Nelson Aguilar coming in clutch telling you, we're passing them around here. Game ball's galore. 1-0. Undefeated, baby. Undefeated. I'm telling you, I'm going to keep saying it. So keep dropping your questions in the chat. Of course, we we're soon we're going to be taking on Kenny King Jr. here in just a little bit. Um, but I will say at first, seeing even Damon Arnett, my thing was, you know, he came out, I think he was maybe a little banged up. I don't think it was a performance thing. I think he might have been a little banged up, you know, kind of <laughs> like every freaking player on our team was today, a little banged up. Um, but seeing the trash talk, you know, seeing these guys have an attitude, seeing Jonathan Abram make a big tackle, and he's out there all fired up and amped. But Arnett, Abram, even Joyner kind of getting in faces, that was good to see. That was great to see. One guy that was, was missing for me today was Max. Um, that's okay. I think he'll get there. He'll, he'll warm up. He'll get there. He'll get things going. Um, I think he went through a little body transformation again this offseason. You can tell he's a little bulkier, a little bigger. Um, so I think you know kind of once you get into these games get in the flow of games um, I think he's in game shape but I think he's going to be able to take that thing and you know kind of get to his maximum level here pretty soon Um, our defense scared me shout out to the the chat appreciate the donation Anthony Um, our defense scared me um, but we got the W telling you that's all that's all that matters just win baby that's all we can say all we can say is just win, baby. And then, you know, there's, you know, there's things to worry about, but I think those are things that are, are easy adjustments. We're playing a football team in the Carolina Panthers that are very, ooh, I don't know. Like, there's a big unknown factor to them. You don't know if or you don't know what scheme they're going to be enrolling. You're, you're having this new head coach come in from college. So you're not going to be able to really compare any college. Type plays or what he's you know doing over there wherever he was at in college, coming into the NFL because I don't think nothing's going to align right. You don't you don't you don't play the same type of ball with NFL players than you do at college, or if you try you end up like Chip Kelly, um, and then having a new offensive coordinator coming in, uh, whatever who is Joe Brady I think it was the offensive coordinator he's brand new. I um, mean kind of knew Teddy Bridgewater a little bit but then also bringing Teddy Bridgewater in because they're not going to run the same type of offenses um, you know the New Orleans Saints maybe something close. Sure, he gave him tips and whatnot of things that he liked to do. But there's a big unknown factor. And I was expecting adjustments throughout the game. Like, I was hoping by halftime, hey, you know, if we're going to have a good defense, I'll, I'll let him have that first half because they were, they were scoring every drive. I mean, hey, it might have been only field goals, but they were scoring every drive. So I wanted a little adjustment. Didn't really happen. Didn't really happen. Shout out to Jeffrey in the chat. I believe it's time to let Marinelli either help call the game or take it over completely. We won't survive the Saints this way. Shout out to Jeffrey. Appreciate the donation. I'm going to say. That I agree with you, um, because that's what we all had the idea of with Marinelli. And I don't know if maybe he's going to get more involved, but in the same breath now, here's what I'm thinking. Our defensive line didn't play that great today. Um, we made some stops, but for the most part, we, we, got, we got worked over pretty good on, on defensive line. Uh, we, weren't, we weren't generating a lot of pressure. It was cool to see like, some of these blitz packages, getting Corey Littleton back there behind the line, getting after the quarterback. That was cool. Uh, but I think, um, I think that there's more work to do there and that's Marinelli's thing. so I'd like to see Marinelli definitely, you know, dial in that defensive line. I think that will help on both ends and I can already see them collaborating. You know, I, we have this thing in our head just because he's the defensive line coach, but he's a very well respected and well, um, he has a lot, a lot, um, of experience calling plays. There's no reason that to think that he's not involved already. So I I think that him and Gunther work hand in hand. Uh, Maybe when it comes to the actual calling the play, maybe that is Gunther, and maybe that does need to be Marinelli. Who knows? But this is still, to me, Gunther's defense, mostly his scheme. Uh, So that would be a huge change, a huge change to switch over and start running something completely different and how Marinelli wants it. Um, But I'm with you. I'm with you. It's something to watch, and if there's someone on the hot seat right now, I think it would be him. So we're going to take this quick break, and when we come back, We're gonna be bringing in my guy Kenny King Jr. Shout out to, everyone say what's up to Kenny King Jr. in the chat. Um, But I'm gonna call him right now, take this quick break provided by Blue Wire. um, And then we'll start getting to some of your guys' questions more. And then of course, we'll close it out with callers. So be right back. This football season will be different and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season. For myself, of course, we're all Raiders fans here. And I'm super amped up. Of course, you know, we don't get to go to our new stadium. We're not watching games like we usually do. But I can guarantee I'm having just as much fun here in the comfort of my own home. And I'll tell you what, Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go, right now, Indeed.com forward slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. Kenny King Jr., what is going on, man?
5: What's up, brother? How you doing, man?
2: We're hanging in there. Long game. Long game. But do we expect anything different from our Las Vegas Raiders, man?
5: You know what? It wouldn't be a Raider game if we didn't have at least three or four heart attacks during the game. So, I mean, you know, the city may change, but the uh, the intensity and the, the stress that's involved with the games doesn't.
2: Exactly, man. So we're going to take a little Q&A here. We'll talk about some stuff. Uh, in the meantime, I'll start looking for some questions. But uh, what are your initial thoughts, man? Like, what um, what impressed you about this game?
5: I think what impressed me the most um, is you started to see some second-half adjustments. I think that, you know, one of the things that we talked about last year were making second-half adjustments and not, you know, not being too conservative. I think that, you know, at, at times – Uh, Gruden's play calling was a bit conservative, but he definitely got a lot more aggressive I also like the fact that we got it more aggressive on the throws You know guard took a deep shot to rugs a few times and you know Connected on and I think that you know, we're gonna see a lot more of that throughout the season. Um, I like the ball movement Uh, I I especially like the red zone offense. I think that you know, we did a lot better with that and, and also with managing penalties
2: I agree I agree, man. This um how would you think Cleveland with Farrell, man, making that big fourth down stop? Silencing the critics a little bit. huh? maybe, um maybe he's not, you know, the the the, the big time press rusher that everyone, you know, was expecting him to be. But inserting him into this role and if he's gonna come up clutch and win some football games for us, then
5: I love it. You know, Farrell came up where it mattered, right? You know, where, when it come down when he came down to fourth and inches, we needed a stop in order to secure the win. Farrell did exactly what he was supposed to do, and he's not, you know, he hasn't gotten the sacks, he he had four last season, Uh, he got close a couple times uh, today, but, you know, the pass rush as a whole wasn't there, but, you know, Farrell came up big when it mattered, and that's what you want your playmakers to do, it may not be a sack, it may be a run stop, it may be, you know, containment, it it may be, you know, being in a position to make another guy make the tackle, but if you're there and you're able to make plays you're able to set up a big play I think that that's what big time players do and he you know big time players make big plays and he did it
2: uh someone in the comments asking about rugs injury I'm gonna think it's just like a rolled up ankle a little bit maybe just a little little soreness you know um hopefully there's nothing no long-term damage given that he was out there again um I'd like to believe that there was no uh serious damage to it probably just you know had a Give him some, give him some medication, and get him back out there and get him feeling good, get it wrapped up, and uh, play through the toughness. That's one thing. That's one of the reasons we liked Henry Ruggs coming out of the draft um, was just because of his his, his toughness. Um, uh, someone on Twitter today, I forget who, maybe it was CJ, I think, said that they've seen him get hit harder at Alabama and still go out there and play. So I think that's one of the one of the main things that we liked about him, and it was cool to see him get out there and and, and still be a part. You know, still be that that threat on the field. And here's something for you, Kenny King. Put this is from Anthony here in the chat put some respect on Devonte booker's name huh
5: man aside from aside from the one fumble that luckily went out of bounds, oh, that booker was me. he played pretty damn well you know i was i was really impressed with the way the booker played and, and spelled jacobs uh i think that he's he's a good compliment to that running game i think that he did a, a great job picking up yards when it mattered um you know if, if he can hold on to the ball i think he'll be a great addition to that running game
2: agreed Jeff in the chat, Joiner played a lot better. Yes, that was good to see out of him, and that was something I expected yeah. in a way from him, right? Kind of – you put a little bit of blame on just what we had for defense last year. And everyone – I get it. The, the safety talk – the safety talk has to stop because, in my opinion, it's not going to happen. I mean, hey, whatever. If they want to try it, cool. Um, I feel like they've – I think they've tried it before, and I don't think it quite panned out for them. So, um, that – he had his best year at safety. He was also hidden behind that Rams defense was really good that year. You know what I mean? So it's not like he was just, you know, really good on a on a mediocre unit. Because I, I I'd feel safe right now and just kind of calling our defense like the lower half of on the performance scale right now. Um, until we can kind of mesh and do better. So last year being one of the worst defenses in the league, I'm not going to expect Joiner to stand out, especially whenever we're kind of stuck in these bland zone, weird. I don't know, I don't even understand what we were running last year. It was like him and the linebackers uh, would just kind of have these three zones um, just behind the line of scrimmage, and we just get eaten up on all these short yardage stuff. And and every time it seemed like we were were mismatched all the time, we weren't lined up right, maybe that was just personnel. Um, So now I think now that we have um, a unit that is, you know, well-rounded, we have um, hopefully some continuity growing. Uh, and hopefully now we get Kwiatkowski back soon. I'm not sure what's going to happen there, but I think Joiner's play comes down to just now the people around him. If we can be good, he can be good.
5: Yeah. You know, injuries always, always scare me. Right. And especially when it's a pec injury, you know, Technically, you know, generally, when you see a pec injury, it's not a good sign. Um, it, you know, hopefully, Kwiatkowski was walking around on the sidelines. He didn't look to be in significant amount of pain, but he, you know, obviously was wincing when he came off the field. Hopefully, it's something that you know he'll be able to bounce back from, uh, if not next week, within the next couple of weeks, uh, because he definitely is a factor on that defense. I think that uh, we'd like to see some some uh, some continuity on defense there, but you know, at the same time. You know, I think the Joiner did play a lot better. I think that you know, being in a better defensive scheme, having a little more playmakers around them, uh, having some more speed on defense. But it is going to take time. It's going to take time for this defense to gel. It's going to take time for everybody to to get together. Uh, you know, we we didn't have a preseason, and we've got some rookies. We got some second year players out there, um, so they're all putting things together. We've got a lot of free agents. You know, it's half of the defense is, is new, uh, so it's going to be it's. There's going to be some growing pains, but obviously we've got a big test this next week
2: shout out to Panthers fans because Panthers fans were all up in my comment section after my uh, my game preview oh boy they were mad dude they were so mad um, a few of them were cool they're like hey you know Panthers fan here great great preview and then a few of them were like hope you keep the same energy after you lose on Sunday and then one of them's uh, saying oh I'll be back in this comment section after the game I don't think they'll be back in the comment section I think it's safe to say <laughs> I they're actually not
5: back I actually went through all my comments in my in my uh in my pregame, and was just responding to all the Panthers fans. Like, hey, you guys, good? What's up? You good? I thought you guys were gonna win.
2: You Got all the pettiness out. See, I, I wasn't thinking about going back in there and telling him something, but it is a pretty good idea. It, it, it's,
5: Listen, it's that's what I. That's what I'm here for. I'm here. I'm here for the petty.
2: I love it. Shout out to Daniel Carlson, man. I don't know if I've mentioned him yet, but. That 54-yarder, thats a, it's a career-long. I don't think – did he make any – I think he had a few last year, 50-plus-yard field goal attempts. I don't think he made any of them. I think he, like, split. He was, like, 50-50 on, like, f- anything in the 40 range. Um, so, seeing him come out – because, for me, he has the talent. We watched him last year at training camp, you know, just, like, yeah. banging him through the goalposts from deep, doing well. But the biggest thing you got to remember whenever it comes to kicking – is it's all mental. So if he can get back to being confident um, and coming out and coming out with his first field goal, being that 54-yarder like that, just coming out basically cold week one, um, something different, uh, being able to do that. I wonder if the no fans behind him um, helps kicking out.
5: Yeah, I mean, you would think that – so I, I, I remember – I forget uh, who it was, what team, but they were talking about one of the kickers was saying that – I think it was uh, Aaron Rodgers was talking about this and he was saying that their kicker was saying that if there are no fans in the stadium, uh, then the wind is different. The way that, you know, the way that the air flows is different. So you have to kick differently. But also, I think that one of the things is you don't have fans. You don't have anybody screaming. You don't really have that pressure. You have one team on one side. You have the other team on the other side. You've got coaches in the press box and you've got the press, you know, the press up there. But you don't have all these fans screaming. So that pressure has almost been almost alleviated. I would feel because the only fans that you're hearing are the the piped in fans, which that's a whole nother story. That you know the the, the fan noise was was crazy. Seeing nobody in the stands and then hearing hearing booing, the <laughs> but, boo I um, want the boo button. Yeah, it the boo right? button. But Aw, it, shouts out to Carlson for hitting that 54 yarder. I think that that was uh, huge for him, especially after the year that he had last year and and having a little bit of a bounce back to begin the season.
2: I agree. I want the boo-button job at Elysian Stadium, like, so bad. Um, You do something for me. Seems our defense is better man-to-man than zone. Looking forward to hopeful video later. Yeah, that is interesting. Shout-out to Simon. If you have talented players, your defense is pretty much always going to be better pretty much in man-to-man over zone because if you're playing a good veteran quarterback, and especially if you're playing Patrick Mahomes, Kenny, we saw this on Thursday – um, he'll sit there and just pick apart zone. It's it's really easy to sit there and, you know, wait for the wide receivers to cross in the gaps. And you kind of start pulling that, like, kind of Hunter Renfro move. Like, your, your routes are designed to sit in those gaps. Um, and, and it's really easy to pick apart the defense like that. So, being able to get into a man um, and having hitters, I think having hitters now, like with Jonathan Abram, how many times has that ball thrown deep to Jonathan Abram's side? Not very often. And when it was, he was there I mean, and looking for heads. So I think that that's, that's a major element. And you can't sleep on Eric Harris, too. I, I was a little frustrated with that missed tackle. Well, not a little, a lot frustrated with that missed tackle. Um, but rest assured, he's still a huge hitter. and I'd like to be able to see him you know, kind of start laying the hammer. I, he did once during this game. Yeah, he came away with a big hit. Um, but I'd like to see him do it more often so we can kind of establish that. You ain't going deep on us type thing.
5: Yeah, I mean, it's you look back at the Raiders of old, right? When you had Jack Tatum, you had George Atkinson, you had the Soul Patrol back there. Those are guys that you don't want to cross the middle. You don't want to go deep because you know you're going to get laid out. And we have a guy in Jonathan Abram who's going to do that. You got a guy in Damon Arnett who's going to do that. Uh, Eric Harris did it. And so I'd like to see some more of that. And you're not going to see a lot of people going deep. Um, Mahomes is going to take those shots because he's got the speed, you know. And and that's always, you know, who we're game planning for. Uh, As, you know, as the Raider fans, like that's the team that you have to take out. But I think that, you know, you set the tone you set the tone early you set the tone often and i think that that's going to make a huge difference uh in these in these games
2: someone in the chat said that they heard richie incognito fart is that a joke or is that serious i I i'm gonna need i need a timestamp
5: i wouldn't put it it past him but if you're listening how do you know it's richie like i (laughs) Like, does did he say that he farted, or does Richie's fart just have like a different twang to it?
2: It's just that, yeah, you, it has a <laughs>
5: <laughs> like, like how, like, how do you, how do you gauge? That can't that? be oh, real. Yeah, nope. that fart is Richie's.
2: That, <laughs> that can't be real. I, if it That's was whoever that fart was, by no one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It' to- distinct sound compared to a Richie Incognito <laughs> fart dude that is crazy if that's true i need a oh it's a joke it's a joke okay tony i see we got we got jokes today kenny king that's what we got here we got jokes um speaking of jokes to your whitehead.
5: speaking of jokes Whew. speaking of speak well did you see my post that i made of the no, panther king josh jacobs
2: <laughs> that's good
5: so that's everybody bad. after uh after the after this show make sure you take a Take a little trip to my to my Twitter page and take a look at my Josh Jacobs Panther King post.
2: A little trip, visiting that Twitter page. That's like a that's a, <laughs> that's a round trip. That's a you gotta. I mean, you better be in. You better be bringing snacks if you're gonna visit that Twitter page. <laughs> Pull up that's a, a mission. seat. I got time. <laughs> but man, hey, who would have thought? Look, man, everyone bashes to your white head when he was a Raider. Well, guess what. He made some plays for us today. Little did I know, though, it would have to be like he'd have to wear another team's jersey in order to start making plays for the Raiders. But lo and behold, that was huge. That third and long, and he just like completely just tried to kill Hunter Renfro, like two seconds before the ball got there. Thank you to here. We needed that.
5: Yeah, and Derek was picking on him the whole game. I mean, he knew exactly he knew exactly what to do and how to push his buttons and, and where to put him in position to where you know the Raiders would come out on top. So shout shout out to Derek and uh, to here for working together as a team
2: <laughs> shout out to Hoku in the chat crazy stat he says the Raiders have never lost a game after he's made a hype video
5: <laughs> hey hey
2: and the Raiders have never lost a game after I planned a post-game show so I guess we'll have to keep planning these things we're one and oh the post-game shows are one and right now Kenny King and Ooh. the
5: Las Vegas Raiders have never lost a game when Josh Jacobs scores three touchdowns
2: Ooh! did he pull the hat trick today
5: he pulled the oh, hat trick today
2: I freaking love me some Josh Jacobs, dude. Like, that's what um, I try and get, like, my new thing is I'm trying to get, like, a new Raider jersey every year. Well, a few weeks ago I was going to try and get a Henry Ruggs jersey. It's like four to six weeks out or something crazy, like in online only. Um, that was the limited. They might have some game jerseys or something, but I wanted to get the, you know, the I like the stitch numbers, comfy jersey, stitch numbers. Right. Um, it's all about the Vapor Limited. So I think, man, I might just have to i I might just have to get Josh Jacobs jersey. Go with the safe bell cow beast that we have back there. Um and maybe uh you know do it right. Throw like the new uh throw the new Vegas patch on there, the inaugural season patch. I don't know. I don't know. what you what jersey you wear, Kenny King? Better be a Derek Carr. Did you wear a Derek Carr jersey today?
5: Today I actually just wore a t- I just wore I wore a Raiders T-shirt today. I kept it simple. Uh, I went to sleep in it. I woke up in it, and just wore a T-shirt.
2: There you go. You're cutting out there a little bit on me, but we're about to wrap it up soon, anyways. Lucille in the chat can't stay long because I got to study for uh, whoa for neuroscience exam. You're studying something I can't even hardly pronounce. So shout out to Lucille in the chat. I uh, just want to say I love y'all and go Raiders, baby. I'm freaking amped, dude. Like. I don't know if I'm ready. I'm not going to blow out your speakers yet. I'll wait. I'll wait. But I'm absolutely amped on this game. Kenny King, I'm wrapping it up. We're getting ready to take some phone calls. So I'm going to drop a, a phone number here soon. So get get your dial pads ready. Um, if you're on your phone watching on YouTube, I would recommend maybe pulling it up on an iPad or TV and having your phone ready to be able to call in. I'll take a handful of callers or if anyone calls, who knows? We'll see we'll see where this goes. But Kenny King, what are your final thoughts um, on the Raiders season opener?
5: Final thoughts on the Raiders' season opener the Raiders were lights out. I like the way the offense moved the ball. Uh, Josh Jacobs was phenomenal. Derek Carr was on point. Uh, I'd like to see some more of that. I'd like to see us continue to put up points on the board. You know, 34 to 30, we want to see less points on defense, obviously, but we're scoring more points on offense, and that's what we want to see. We want to continue to see the offense moving the ball. I'd like to see Brian Edwards get the ball a lot more um that's something that i want i want to see foster Moreau get the ball more i want to see Baltimore more ball movement but i can't complain about 34 points uh so going going into next week we got monday night football uh, we got the saints and we got something you know we got a big team to face we got a you know uh, a lot of history with this team uh and you know hopefully we have a repeat of what we did last time we played them
2: let's go baby we're one and oh kenny king we're one and freaking One and zero man appreciate you joining me, man it's it's a it's a cool little post game show i enjoy doing this now getting the initial reaction of course you know we will be putting out stuff make sure you guys find kenny king jr on youtube um or on your favorite podcast platform get on there and you can now um follow his content separately not just on this show um he does game previews and stuff just like we do here so make sure you go just kenny king jr in the search bar pops right up you'll see the that that ugly mug right there um up uh up on the on the YouTube's, um, and make sure you keep up with the content. But want to know first post game show with my guy Kenny King. Done. See you later, bro.
5: Later, brother. Thanks for having me on.
2: Bam. So that's it. We're gonna transition over. Kenny King Jr. coming in hot on the Stage Door Casino Hotline. Make sure you guys, while you're in Vegas. We're gonna be there next week, so the home opener, of course, it's not really happening. um, we're gonna do a post game show still, but live from stage door, you know, get in there, close doors, not gonna be like allowed to the public, whatever maybe we're going to, we're hoping they're open um otherwise we're gonna find another watch party, so stay tuned, make sure you follow me on twitter um but here is pull this up i don't know if i'm gonna regret this or not or if it's even gonna work it's my first time trying to take live callers so there's the number first come first serve um if i'm on the phone with somebody it'll come up busy um so just wait until i hang up and and call back but dial that number on the screen dial the number on the screen i'll be sitting here waiting for your phone call um and and we'll take another caller but stage door casino is gonna be exciting going there for the home opener is gonna be exciting shout out to the chat what's up sebastian what's going on guys Seen an interesting comment in here earlier, but I already forgot. Here we go. So we're gonna take our first caller here and drop him in live. What's going on, man? State your name. Where are you from?
6: This is Dustin from Fresno. What's up, Cody? Dustin, what's up, dude? This is—is this—is this Dustin? Uh. And on to the next one, I guess. That is correct.
2: <laughs> what's up dude it's cool to uh hear your voice live you know you for those that have been tuned into the podcast for a long time uh i thought this was gonna be first come first serve but the the phone's going off the chart so make sure you guys just watch and as it's going live just um keep calling in after that going crazy only call once too that's the rule um but for those that have kept up with the podcast for a while we did post game shows last year in voicemails i'd replay the voicemail and, we, and we'd discuss it so it's really cool man to take uh to take a live caller and you're the first official live caller on the show so dustin man give me some thoughts what, what, what are you thinking well i'm pumped for the offense rugs came
6: out hot and i'm glad they kind of like pumped the brakes after he kind of like rolled his ankle a little bit Let's not aggravate it, but I was so glad to see him come back in there. But at that point, Josh Jacobs kind of just took over the game, right? Yeah. And there wasn't really any need to air it out. There's a couple of times where we got a little conservative. It was a little bit nervous, but, dude, uh, we came through. We drove right back down, scored again to take the lead, and defense came in clutch at the very end. Oh, yeah. Other than that, I was uh I was so frustrated with the defense.
2: Oh yeah. No, it's, um, it's it's easy to get mad. Defense and refs are like the two easiest things to get mad at during a game.
6: Definitely, but man, kudos to Tier Whitehead, man. <laughs>
2: MVP for the Raiders. Oh wait, Panthers. Oh wait. Oh man,
6: that's good though.
2: <laughs> that's good, man. Dustin, hey man, I appreciate you calling in. I look forward to hearing from you more in the future. I'm going to take this next caller. Absolutely. Go, Raiders. Yeah. So, phones are going off the charts here. I thought it was going to go. I thought it was going to be like a hold thing and they weren't going to keep popping up. I've already probably got like 20, 25 phone calls here. But the second caller, state your name, man. Where are you calling from? I'm actually calling from California. There we go. There we go. What's, uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts, man, on this game? What do you think about um, how the Raiders came out week one? I like the way they came
6: out strong. Too bad that Ruggs got injured. That kinda of slowed us down a little.
3: But um it looks explosive. Big difference yeah. from last year.
2: Yeah, no, I agree, man. I, so uh, what go ahead. I still wish and I know you don't agree with it, we would have kept Randall because he keeps us a lot more solid than Harris, man. Yeah. Yeah, apparently um I think he was maybe dealing with I don't know. Maybe like a little nagging injury because he wasn't out there. He wasn't playing. He wasn't playing too much. He wasn't running with the first team as of late. Um, so I think there was something else I there with Brandon. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I saw you, but I used the name Napoleon Kaufman. Obviously. Oh, that's dope. Do do? Yeah, that's dope. Okay, yeah, I see you on here often. Then obviously that name stands out for multiple reasons. That was my first. Um, that was my first like jersey, I guess. It was it was a kid locker room set. and I had the Napoleon Kaufman shirt. Um, that was my uh, yes. That hits home. He's great. That hits home. Good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, I appreciate you calling in. Um, I got a line of callers that are popping in, so I'm going to take the next one, Thank man. You. I'll, I'll see you in the chat, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Phones are off the hook, guys. What's going on? Who's the third caller here on the Raiders Panthers post game show? Man, state your name. Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Tony in Brooklyn. There we go. What's going on, Tony? How What do you think about this week one win?
0: Uh, I thought it was good. I mean, I just think that, uh, you know, Bridgewater beat himself a lot more than, you know, the secondary beat him, you know. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, a lot of those passes were, you know, bad passes, and I, I, I think, like, the lack of the pass rush was, like, a really big thing, you know. I don't want to sound... Super negative because that was definitely a big win and at the end of the day, you know, the, the defense made the stop. I mean, that was that was just an awful decision by Matt Rule right there not to give it to McCaffrey, but you know, it worked in our worked in our favor. But you know, I mean this defense is certainly a question moving forward. But we saw, you know, a lot of good signs for some young guys. Uh I mean I, I kinda got a question for you. How do you think uh you know, Damon Arnett played? I mean he he had a big he had a big, you know, deflected a pass down but you know he got burnt for that 75 yarder while picking yeah. up a holding call i mean you know you know what do you think he, from him he did you know?
2: um rookie mistake i mean that's i think all it is really um i think he's a very talented player but you're not going to see too many guys in college run routes the way some of these guys do and if robbie anderson can do one thing uh, he finds ways to break away deep. Um, he finds to you know sneak in those little go routes, and um, he, he's very good with his with his head. Um, he can really get people looking. He can he can throw you like you're going to the sideline, and he knows exactly how to cut it upfield. field. Um, so I think he just really he bit hard, you know ex- you know expecting to you know kind of jump the play, and it, it didn't right. work out like that. So hopefully, you know I think he played well overall. It was cool to see that you know the trash talk and him jawing at people because that's what I like about him most. Um, now it's just him going through the progression of the season, just like Trayvon. I mean, Mullen didn't hardly start at all last year, for so him to kind of get thrown at the Wolves um, and play like that, um, I, I felt like he did pretty good, but um, I expect those – like that's gonna be, not gonna be the first time like he pisses us off, you know what I mean? I think the, that rookie mistake mm-hmm. is it's gonna it's gonna be reoccurring um, here and there until you know you, you you get smarter. There's there's a reason they're called veterans, and there's a reason rookies are rookies. Um, they have a lot to learn. And uh, but good question, man, because I'm fired up on him. But that was uh you know it makes you it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder.
0: Right, right, yeah. And uh, last question here: How do you think about Corey Littleton? I thought he had a big game. I mean, I know Jonathan Abram gets all you know all the talk for, you know, the amount of tackles he had. But I feel like, aside from Abram, uh, Littleton was, you know, in there on, you know, just as many tackles as anyone on the team. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, I liked seeing him getting into the backfield, too. That was really cool because he's more than just a, a cover guy. Um, he's, he's a do-it-all linebacker, in my opinion. He can play like a safety. He can play like a corner. Um, and I think he can get behind the line and, and, and get some sacks. So, hey, man, I appreciate you calling in. I got the next caller waiting on the line, so um, I'm going to take him. But uh, go Raiders, huh? Go mm, ahead, right, thanks. See ya. Mm. Woo, coming in hot. I think we're on caller number four. State your name. Where are you calling from? What's going on? This is Ivan from Winston, California. What's going on, man? How are you uh, How are you feeling Nothing. about week one?
6: I mean, I was pretty happy with the way the offense um, performed with the Carr and Josh Jacobs and the o line coming up big with that Trent Brown and a young injury coming through. But, man, uh, I'm
2: still a little bit worried about our defense. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm telling you, it's, that's going to be the biggest question. And it is interesting just because, like, even when you lose, like, you know it's when it's a bad loss or a loss where you're competitive, but the other team just played well. You know what I mean? This was something where I felt like yeah. we, were, we were beating ourselves. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I know we won, so it's fine, and we try and, you know, brush it off. But it, the defense didn't leave a very good – feeling for me so hopefully right we like to think that they got just some kinks to iron out um, and they can hopefully now go into well know in New Orleans I mean New Orleans is, is a great offense don't get me wrong but we should be able to prepare for them a little bit more it's gonna be the same the same guys same weapons uh, for the most part same offense that we've seen for years from New Orleans so I'd like to see what what their preparation could do for them and, and see if this defense can uh, be a little bit more competitive on that side of the ball
6: yeah, and I'm also hoping uh, Crosby and Farrell uh, step it up on that pass for us because it seemed that was something that uh, we were lacking a lot today. There was no, uh, you know, pressure on Bridgewater a lot of the time. So hopefully, next couple of games, you know, since they didn't have any uh, preseason games going, they could set that up as well. And then, you know, our secondary, hopefully, since it's a bunch of young guys, they, uh, they'll be able to gel and get it together. And i see and I mean, I know it's still early in the season, but. I got to think Gunther's got to be on the hot seat and maybe Gruden should be looking on having Rod Marinelli put more of an influence on the defense.
2: Yeah. No, I agree. It's it's going to be a, a thing to keep track of. Um, but for the most part, man, I'd like to see this defense be able to make a complete flip. Hey, bro, thank you for calling in, man. Um, and I look forward to hearing from you again in the future.
6: All right, man. Enjoy your content and have a great day. Go Raiders.
2: Thanks, bro. Go Raiders. Coming in hot, guys. Coming in hot. Next caller, I, I'm really excited, man. This is, it's cool to get a dub week one. It, it feels like you just kind of already have that that pure advantage. Starting the season 0-1 is never good, but our fifth caller, yeah. I think we are. What's uh? State your name, man. Where are you calling from? It's Raider Roo calling from Logan, Utah. Raider Roo, look, man. <laughs> I know. Raider Rue is one of one of the unlucky people to have my phone number and, and know what it's like to try and get a hold of me at times. Because you can ask even Kenny King himself. I get, I I, I disappear. I go uh, MIA over long periods of time, and then and then Rue will start making threats. He'll start he'll start calling me <laughs> names. And then we'll then we'll call and we'll we'll talk it out. So now Rue's tracking me down on the podcast. Because <laughs> he knows I ain't got no choice but to talk right now. So rate a Rue, man. What right. what are your thoughts? You wanna I you. <laughs> you got somebody you got somebody here I think you should you should make a few comments on, man. How did number four do for you today? All right, I'm gonna be honest. I
1: thought he looked pretty good in the offense today. Overall. Okay. I, I thought he moved well in the pocket. He went downfield a couple times, things I've been asking for him to do. So I'm yeah. happy with his performance. I'm not gonna be mad about it. Put up thirty four points. Can't really complain too much. Yeah. I mean I think they even, got a little conservative on that one drive when they got up by five, and that's kind yeah. of scary with our defense, but overall, can't complain about the way he, he managed that offense and threw the ball downfield and moved around and everything.
2: Yeah, the way we were still running the ball, it's almost like we're kind of showing our hand getting out there with that, you know, single back or like a power formation. Um we're kinda of showing our hand that we're just trying to like run it down their throats. Um but I mean for the most part, Carolina dude is they're pretty good for they they're pretty loaded on their defensive line so um to be able to run it the way we did against them i expect them to you know have some of those bigger stops against us but you're right the was it three runs in a row um yeah and it wasn't
1: it wasn't so bad that i get it when the first two got us the first down the second one they the, the panthers did a good job stopped the short it's more that how quick they went to that screen not the screen the swing pass to jacobs with the defender bearing on him. that's like on second and yeah. long, you've got to come away with more than a yard. That's where yeah. why I feel like they got a little conservative, try to be safe. And if you leave that defense coming out there to make the play real quick, you know, he didn't, he had time. Hold on to a little bit longer. But in the end, 34 points, I'm not going to dwell too much on the negative on the offense.
2: Exactly. Exactly. We can sit here and pick it apart all day. But uh, for me, I just, I think the adjustment I think we should make in that, in that regard is don't just run it until it's like doesn't work anymore. Like you said, you know, those. those yeah. Two rushes ended up being a first down. Well, guess what? That third one where they were just loading the box—you see the safety creeping down—that's yeah. a perfect play action. That's a perfect play yep, action. I Why agree. not take advantage and, and switch it while it. the creeping run's down?
1: Ha- he saw it. That's where you go play action. You take a chance and you you put your foot on their throat. So, gotta get a little bit more, I'd say, aggressive there and stuff. But in the end, overall, hey, at three years after signing him in the off season, to hear Whitehead <laughs> helps us win a game. <laughs> How about
2: that? <laughs> His contract finally paid off for us. Right <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, shout out to to here. Man. He, great player off the field and, and everything you did as a, as a leader on uh, you know in, in the in the locker room. Um I felt like it was crucial for us, but obviously just wasn't part of this this new era of linebackers. Just didn't quite fit in no, with he's like, what it, was I, going on.
1: Yeah. He really he if he gets to you, he can tackle well, but there's so much passing going on in as well as he does and cool things he did for the fans off the field, and as shape as that guy is in and everything, he just is not a great fit for the way defenses have to be played right now at linebacker. That's it. Exactly. It's like, yeah, I don't hate him, the person, but the player, it's like, ah, you know, it was time to move on. And it was fine. but
2: oh, good stuff. Oh, well, defense,
1: though, whew. I know, 30 man. 30 points to that Panthers team, that's, that's oh, let's we'll call that the first preseason game, I guess.
2: I know man, Roo. I got another caller here, two callers actually waiting yeah. on the line So I'm going to get you going, but we'll uh, we'll talk soon, we'll catch up on this conversation Yeah, sounds good, alright, All right. have a good one, catch you See later, no Raiders Woo, coming in hot, we are just rolling through the call list right now uh, Caller, state your name, where are you calling from? Hello, I am from Modesto, California, 209, it's your boy SG the King And what's up bro? There we go, man. What's going on, dude? How you feel about this? 1-0, undefeated. Las Vegas Raiders, undefeated, man. You got to be hyped. Heck yeah, man. Hella hyped. Uh, Waller's birthday got with the win. Yeah. Josh
6: Jacobs, it's a three touchdown hat trick. Let's go. I'm going to be real, though. Um, our D-line should have got more sacks. Um, we should have had a buffet. I feel like Littleton and Abrams saved us big time. Um, they laid down in the wood. They're they badass. They're yeah, badass. Man. That's why we I- have them. I feel like and everything yeah, I mean, was
2: doing good, but it's just, you're right. The defensive line was, was kind of our struggle. We needed pressure.
6: Yes, sir. And yeah, I mean, we're going to have to eat more because, you know, especially when we face teams like the Saints and the Bucks, we need to go attack these QBs because we have to face AK, Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas, I mean, Chris Godwin, and all these guys. I mean, we got to get to the quarterback.
2: Yeah. No, I 100% agree, man. I'm going to keep taking these phone calls as we're going. But, hey, bro, Modesto, California, you're a couple hours away from me, and um, appreciate you calling in, man, chatting, chatting a little Raider football. Yes, bro. Have a good one, and go Raiders. You too, bro. Go Raiders. Okay, switching over. What is going on? Caller, where are you calling from? Uh, state your name and where you're calling from.
6: Hey, it's Dane Hines. I'm uh, from San Diego, California. What's up, Cody?
2: San Diego. What's going on? San Diego, home of more Raider fans than Chargers fans. What's home up, Home
0: of more Raider fans. Yes, sir. <laughs> so I have a quick question. Obviously, I'm not too concerned about Brian Edwards, even though he only had one catch. But who do you think is going to have a better season, Zay Jones or Nelson Aguilar?
2: Ooh, yeah. I didn't. I was expecting a little bit more out of Zay Jones uh, this week, but. Yeah. Uh, I think we just have such a, a wide range of weapons. It's okay to kind of hide some of them every once in a while. Like, hey, maybe next week we feel like we can start pulling the trigger on Zaymore. You know what I mean? Or, you know, we kind yeah. of get into more situations like that. To be honest, it's kind of crazy having this feeling. I felt like uh, there was times last year where we just didn't quite have the personnel, you know, to keep things rolling or keep things unique on offense. Like, we almost get stuck in these ruts, right? Like, it get to a point to where – uh, man, we know we we've played out all we could with the personnel, with the talent that we have. Uh, we're just gonna keep trying it and seeing if it keeps working. This game, I felt like, man, there just wasn't there wasn't we, we couldn't have ran enough plays on offense. I mean, yeah, we were running the ball great, but you know, having the weapons that we had, Hunter Renfro um, wasn't super relied on. Um, I mean, Darren Waller's always gonna be the workhorse. Henry Ruggs got his looks, but like you said, you know, you get that shot to Nelson Aguilar, awesome. Could have worked in Zay Jones. Could have worked in Brian Edwards. Could have worked in Foster Morrow. Um, you know there's, there's a lot of guys a lot of talent that's still there waiting on the back burner um, I think can come out and have big games just kind of playing out of the blue so I'm going to be interested to see um, what that turns into but excellent excellent question um, I, I would say I mean based off today it's hard to not say Nelson Aguilar yeah um, it's hard not to say Nelson yeah Nets. catching a, a play like that relying on him to make a play like that but um, I think they're gonna be really close man I think they're gonna be really close
6: yeah, what about – uh? What ha- where was our um, our new linebacker from Miami?
2: McMillan, I saw him in there playing middle. He was playing Mike a couple times. Um, okay. I, I saw him in there on – you'll see him early downs. And he's not going to play much because we're going to be in those, like, two linebacker sets quite a bit. Now it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think it's, we're, we're going to yeah. see, depending on Kwiatkowski, we're going to see Morrow um, and Corey Littleton out there, the two quite a bit. Uh, but early downs you'll see mcmillan get in there and probably like short yardage goal line stuff you'll see him in there um but you know he was not a huge investment and, he, and we've always heard that he's you know real uh not i guess bad pass coverage but he's, he's just not the he's not the best in coverage so i, I don't expect him yeah, to be on the feel that much we, we
0: got cory for that so
2: exactly exactly hey man i got a i got a few callers on the line i appreciate you calling in and maybe we'll talk again soon all right man have a good one you too Woo! Man, coming through hot with our next caller. I'm going to take a few more, so keep the phones coming. I'll try and get your call as, as soon as I can, but uh our next caller here. State your name, man. Where are you calling from? What's going on? Hey, what's up, man?
3: Jesse Hernandez from LA. There
2: we go. LA. Huh. LA is fun fact, my biggest audience. Uh, if I go to look at the at the at the geography of my audience, L.A. has been number one ever since I started the show. So, uh, much oh, love bro. to L.A. Raiders fans, and I got I got a bunch, even from my dad himself. You know, a bunch of bunch of L.A. Raider gear and and whatnot. So I appreciate yep. that. So what's up, man, Jesse? What do you think about this game? Man, uh, uh, got
3: me back yelling. That's for sure on my couch. I mean, every year. <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, you know, it's a win. I'm proud of the team. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Waller, Renfro, like you said, wasn't even really reliable getting um his touches so eventually that's gonna open up that's gonna be beautiful to see but um the defense stepped up when it needed to and we got the win man i mean that's all that matters at the end of the day
2: exactly. so just win baby it, it, there's yeah just marks win, man.
3: Right. i mean looking at the the saints game right now that's gonna be a test big test next week so hopefully um we'll see what happens with that
2: i know i wish we could add a little bit more it's hard because week one's still so shaky we want to pick apart everything that we all did this week um, but given that you know we had a lot of new pieces getting out there on a short offseason the way we did, um, and coming away with a win, that's all that matters. So I don't think that, it, exactly. like I said before, I try to judge the season kind of how the players do, and you judge it in quarters. So I'd like to get through these first four games to really know what our team is kind of made of. Um, you kind of, you know, last year after the first four games, really, of course, you know, health gets in the way sometimes of the rest of the season. But um, I really want to see what the, what the Raiders are made of. And I wish they would have been a little bit more competitive, um, you know, all around today. I wish you know the defense would have made you. you know better plays, not not giving up those the, those huge chunks that we you know we're always used to. Anyways, um, but that doesn't take away the fact that we can still get that W next week with the Saints. I mean, we're opening up yeah. in a brand new stadium. Hopefully, our guys are hyped for that.
3: Exactly, and I hope to see you. I'll be in Vegas next week, Caesars Casino. Hopefully, they're open. Um, let's I know go. you've been talking about the spot, so hopefully we'll um, be there
2: we'll be there I'll if be there. if if they're closed there. we're still going to have another spot so make sure you're following me on twitter man okay. and uh we'll, awesome. we'll, we'll we'll have a watch party somewhere no matter what if it's not quick. a stage door casino we'll have another one
3: exactly quick um funny story last year um i tried finding you in the san diego raider game thursday night uh-huh. i believe yeah and then um the end of the game i don't know if you remember at the end of the game i was walking out to go to my car and you were right there leaving in your truck I was like hey raider cody you're like, oh hey, up, i man? probably do then,
2: remember that yeah yeah, yeah, dri- yeah i was driving so, yeah okay so was pretty cool that's but, dope um, man
3: next week we'll see um go raiders all the time every day all day every night the rest of my life so we'll see what happens
2: let's do it thanks for calling in jesse i'm sure i'll see you next week no problem yep. all right later man uh, uh, calls coming in hot. last uh not last caller i'll take one more after this but caller state your name where are you calling from uh sean calling from
6: eugene oregon
2: Oregon, Sean. What is up, man? What'd you think about Week One? Hey, you know, just win, just win. It's hey, about the
6: first nice thing that's happened in 2020 yet. <laughs> lifelong Raider fans, lifelong.
2: There you go. So you understand it. This is like typical Raider, though. Like this is how this is how it works. You know, we have everything going for us, and then as soon as uh, the season comes around, things don't always go our way. But if we can have the the, the worst year possible w 2020. W is a W.
6: You know, yeah. W is a W, because, uh, you know, come on. I'm, I've been I'm fifty 52-year-old uh, man and been watching a radio for 40 years. So, you know, I'm a little punchy, but, hey, I'll take wins. <laughs> wins, I don't care how it is.
2: It, it could be an ugly win. As long as you're walking away with a W, it feels good at the end of the day. That's right. We sit here, we pick things apart, uh, but at the end of the day, you just sit there and remind yourself, like, we freaking won. Like, who cares at that point? Oh, totally, totally. We're we're looking Um, too far into it. So I I appreciate That's a good outlook, calling in, and we just won. Keep it simple. Good stuff, man. Totally, man. Good stuff. Hey, thanks for calling in, Oregon. I'll keep you in mind. Yeah. Um, But I got a list of callers here. I'm going to take one last one. Thanks, man.
6: All right. Thank you.
2: Take care. Bye-bye. See ya. Oh, just lost that caller. Just hung up. So I got time for one more caller. They've been coming through like crazy. There it is. Woo. All over the place. Last caller of the show. Last caller for the week one Raiders post game show, the win over the Panthers. State your name. Where are you calling from, man? Warren Simpson, Hartford, Connecticut, Connecticut, man. Raider nation runs deep, man. What'd you think about that win, bro? What'd you think about our week one victory?
4: Hey, first of all, I'm a big fan of you, uh, Mr. Cody and, um, like I tell people, we can win on the East Coast, so we can put all that put all that nonsense aside. Yeah. But I'm, yes. I'm, our offense looks great. Our defense needs a little work. I still think, um, you know, we're work in progress, and um, I think before the season's over, with, I, think, um, uh, we, 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 I think we're going to, I think we're going to get a new coordinator by the season's end, though. But um, I, I, I think I think Gunther's going to be down at, by, by midseason, but. Like I said, we want a nitpick today. We, we you know, i I've been a diehard Raider fan for over forty years, and like the great Al Davis
2: would always say, "Just win, baby." I love the energy. You, you're coming in with some heat. You you talk, you talk in all capitals. Yes, sir. And, I, and I, I love it, man. Yes, I've, I've been
4: a Raider fan since the Jack Tatum, Ken Stabler, Ken, um, George Atkinson, Lyle Elsdale, John Matuzek. So we've so I've let people know on the, on the on the West Coast. There's a lot of Raider fans on the East Coast, Yeah. and we love you guys. And when you know, the bars get filled with Raider fans, so let people know that it's not just a West Coast thing. We love you guys on the East Coast too, baby. So just go, Red, just win, baby.
2: I love it, man. I love it. Hey, man, as a final caller, you you capped it off just right, full of energy, bro. And I hope to hear from you again after our next post game show, man.
4: Oh yeah, listen. I follow you all the time, Raider Cody. So you the man, like I said. i um, hopefully, like I said, the Saints gonna be tough on us, but we gotta get a little more pass rush though. You know, Max and Cleon and you know and and Malik Collins. We 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 we, we gotta put pressure on Breeze because we let Breeze sit back there, we in trouble, man.
2: Yeah, no, I agree, man. I agree. Thanks for calling in, bro. And we'll talk soon, Connecticut.
4: All right, yes sir. Go raider. Just win, baby.
2: Yeah, love it. So we're going to close that out. No more calling. Okay. No more calling, guys. That was good. Man, I'm pumped. I'm freaking amped up. 1-0. All this hype, right? We get all this hype, and you don't know if it's going to be true. You don't know if we're going to come out week one and really come away with a W. I don't care if we're playing the Carolina Panthers with all these new guys. We still get hate. You look at the at the betting lines. I mean, it, it was it was a – I mean, what? They, they gave us – Three points, not very much. I mean, that's a that's a close game. That's a that's almost a, that's a pick 'em. So it's one of those things for me, guys. Um, it just feels good, and we're gonna see. You know, we can't we can't overanalyze anything. We we can't we can't look into into every little detail of this game because it's not always gonna be. Um, things don't always you know, the truth lies somewhere in the middle of you know kind of what you see and what you hear. So it's gonna be interesting to see what this team really turns into after the next few games. But shout out to the haters. Shout out to the Cleveland Farrell haters. Shout out to the Derek Carr haters. Shout out to the Raider haters. Shout out to the Panthers fans. I thought they were going to come away with a win. That were trash talking me all week. Because guess what, baby? We came away with a win. Came away with a dub. Undefeated Las Vegas Raiders. It's a fan show, guys, so you're gonna hear me talk like a fan every time you tune into this channel. And if you haven't already, gotta subscribe. Jump in there. Thanks for the donations. I kind of I got another donation earlier I think I missed it because I was on the call and I, I appreciate it whoever you were I, I appreciate it I saw you there um Michigan darks of Michigan coming in here man I appreciate that donation I uh, appreciate that donat- donation I can't I can't read hardly because I don't got my readers on but I appreciate that so that's it man week one post game Raiders come away with the W over the Carolina Panthers and there's nothing more that we can ask for the rest of the week so like I said subscribe hit that thumbs up and I will be catching you, not the same time, necessarily, but the same time after the game next week. So as soon as the Saints game is over, we'll be coming to you live from Las Vegas at Stage Door Casino. And if you're going to be there, come by, hang out, follow me on Twitter. Let's, let's hit a watch party. Let's have a good time. I'm, I'm there to hang out with Raider Nation, guys. We're, we're there to have a good time. So that's all we got for this week, guys. Peace. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.